Hello and welcome back to Rivals of Waterdeep. My name is Carlos Luna and we're going to go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Tanya. I play Lisa Storio. My pronouns for both myself and my character are she, her. Uh, I'm Brandon Sinis. I play Ren Ledon. Uh, pronouns he, him. I am Cicero Holmes. I play Perrin Underbow and both of our characters are my character, both of us, are <laughs> he, him, our are he, him. Uh, my name is Carlos Luna. My perf- I'm the dungeon master, and my preferred pronouns are he, him. Hi, my name is Serena Marie. I play Ashbourne, and my preferred pronouns are she, her, for both. Hey, and I'm Shreve Jackson. I play Shaka, and my pronouns are he, him, for both. Yeah, guys, we're yeah. back. Season two. Yeah. Uh Actually, if you are watching this right now, if you're in the chat, we're going to be doing something different uh, at the end of the show. At the end of the show, for the last 10, 15 minutes, uh, we're going to be taking questions for our characters and answering them in character. Uh, So if you're watching this episode right now and you're in our chat and you have a question for maybe Ashburn about the episode or you have a question for Celise about the episode, like how did you feel when you were doing X, Y, Z? Go ahead and ask it in the chat and we will answer it for you to the best of our character's knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nothing very, don't make it too hard for us, but yes, uh, we will be answering questions as our characters. Um, not personally as us, as you know, so if you have a question about how I do my hair, just follow me on Instagram. I do updates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's get into it. Let's do uh, a recap previously on Rivals of Waterdeep. What happened last episode, guys? What do you guys remember? Crying. There were lots of tears. My my heart was ripped from my body emotionally. Not physically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we made it to the safe house, and uh, it was full of, like, bandit kenkus. Yeah. And we had to fight them, and we... uh, Uncovered M- Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery. Montgomery yeah. Now yeah, he was hiding in a closet. Uh, Montgomery. Yeah. It just <laughs> sounds like he's haunting something. <laughs> yeah, like Edgar Allan Poe. Right. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of tears. I mean, Celise had her had this very intense bonding moment with Siraj. Yeah, we got to hear Celise's backstory finally, uh, finally <laughs> which is fantastic. Uh, well, not fantastic, but it was, <laughs> it, was, it was nice that she shared with us. Yes. Uh, it wasn't a fantastic backstory. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, she does have a heart under all that armor. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought it was just great to use the removing of the mind worms yeah. as like a, as a way to, you know, like the mind worms trying to erase this memory. You have to choose what to do with it. I thought yeah. that was really cool with like Perrin's story and with Serena's story. I thought it was really, really cool yeah. to, to like have them kind of revisit that memory and and make a choice yeah it's like, really it's hard really it cool. was a hard choice i didn't know what parents back backstory was Ooh, uh, yeah. what his cornerstone would be yeah. uh we had never talked about that so uh you know going in i was just like okay well hopefully it's not that bad and i was like oh my god <laughs> he has to keep the door shut for his family yeah. in, in a burning fire yeah. like oh my god that was uh it was really terrifying for me. yeah um there's yeah, there's 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 a lot of there's lots to unpack with Perrin. Um, there's probably more to his backstory uh, that uh, we didn't talk about. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll talk about ooh, this his movie. reaction. His reaction in the end was like, 
okay, thank you, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) That's the goodbye before you go sit in a corner and like cry. (laughs) Yeah, that's like the kid who's like really happy, but then you look at his school notebook and it's got like all these bad drawings. (laughs) You're like, we need to talk. Yeah, yeah. Parent parent could probably do a couple therapy sessions. For sure. Brandon, what do you remember from the episode? Um, Yeah, it was just really cool to see everybody's backstories and then we got into the whole like Rin having to let go of his armor. I mean, it's like all his stuff and uh, all his treasures and things and learning about how he, why he loves gold so much. And then we got to learn about Knock Knock's backstory too as well. Like they're having that reconnection from the beginning of the first season, Yeah, uh, how they met and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, uh, I like the, I, I again, I didn't know your backstory, um, but I love how those two characters are kind of, uh, the same, but like a foil of each other mm. where Knock uh, Knock struggled um, to be what he is on the inside and Ren uh, struggled to show it on the outside. Um, I found that really interesting yeah. too. What you, yeah. you were about to say something. Oh, yeah. I um, After Knock Knock's story, I was definitely like emotional jelly. <laughs> yes. And then I had to break into like my happy backstory <laughs> where I was parent trapping like my oh, yeah. <laughs> my parents. Yeah. Oh man, that was That's that was... so true. I remember I watched the the stream again uh and for like I was taking notes and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, uh, I, I was just doing, I was describing Zaraj uh, with his music box and all that. And then, like, I look up and I'm like, okay, what's the next part? And you guys are so misty eyed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. <laughs> like, I was not, and then, like, later on in the stream, I see Tanya put her head oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that happened. It was so funny. It was just like, it was really sad. It was a very sad episode. Yeah. It was so funny. Uh, anyways, this is a sad episode, so let's get into it. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> but are you? I'm going to try real hard. Um, yeah, let's get into it. The sun begins to rise, and with it, the city of Waterdeep. Light hits the rooftops of the dock ward as chimneys begin to spout smoke from their furnaces. Long streams of dark clouds start to make their way into the sky like ripples in a still pond. The city exhales. The sound of feet shuffling and gracious good mornings as early risers begin to start their day in the market. The smell of fresh baked bread and sweet cakes are light in the air as the bakery opens its doors. The slow, staggering steps of men who stayed way too late at the tavern can be heard as a baby wails in the distance. It's morning in Waterdeep, and these are all sights, smells, and sounds that the five of you have come to know oh too well in the past three months. Three months. That's how long it's been. Three months since your narrow escape, since the attack at the amphitheater, three months since you almost died scaling down the cliff, three months since the mine worms almost took hold of you, three months since losing the map, the book, and the stone, three months since Levant sacrificed herself for you, something you keep in mind during your training sessions with Zaraj. You think about it when you're too tired to move, when you're too tired to train. You think about asking him for a break, asking him to ease up. But then you realize you've asked far too much already. 
You remember awaking that first day, him lining you all up in a row, and the speech he gave you before your training began. The city is alive. It is a being, a creature, and its people, the blood. Each one of you is just a drop, an insignificant drop of blood. Remember that as you progress. Your mind will start to play tricks on you. It will try to convince you that you're better than the people in the streets, better than the merchant and the beggars, beggar, better than the aristocrats and the soldiers. I'm here to tell you, you are not. And this thinking will lead to your death. You are decaying the same as the rest of us. And it's not until you realize that, that you can truly be free. Free to move through the creature, to turn it, and to bend it at your will. Zaraj walks past his broken mirror and over to his bedroll. He opens up his music box that he's doing more often now next to the kaleidoscope, and it begins to play. He grabs a scroll next to it, and he walks back to you, unrolls the scroll on a broken table. You can do anything to someone that does not know their history, because history is doomed to repeat itself over and over again. Remember that. Embrace that. And you can use that to control the creature. The five of you all lean in closer to get a better look at this creature that Zaraj is talking about, to see what horrors Zaraj speaks of. And unrolled before you is a map, a map of Waterdeep. But it's not like the map you guys had earlier that, that you got from um, the Open Lord. Uh, it's not filled in. Like some of the roads are marked. Some of the main roads are marked. Uh, and some of the places you've been to are marked. A few names are filled in here and there. You know, the theater is labeled. The Jade Rose is labeled. But not much else. Here are the bones of the creature. Learn it. Learn every turn. Every building. Every brick. Every player, big or small. And place it on the map. Know the creature. And you will know what true power is. You hear the slow turn of Thin Chimes Echo, that tragic song in the back. And it's the only sound heard that night in the warehouse as you all stand in silence studying the map. That was three months ago. The start of becoming water deep. And today, today is your first test. The streets are full by now as the last part of the sun is revealed and your hearts are pounding harder and harder as each of you are traveling so quickly to Three Daggers Alley. That's where Zaraj told you to go. That's the area where locals have been disappearing. Now, you are all surprised that this was your first mission. People leave Waterdeep all the time or people go missing in Waterdeep all the time. And that doesn't seem like something Zaraj would be too concerned with. These last three months, all he seemed to do is obsess about the Xanathar, the Xanathar's guild, and how corrupt the city watches. The two he holds responsible for Levant's death. So you assume that Zaraj thinks the Xanathar and or 
the city watch are involved in these disappearances? Everyone roll initiative. Ten. Can you keep track of? Okay, cool. Sixteen. Sixteen. What do you got? Eight. Nine. Eight, nine. Okay. Oh, actually, actually, my, mine's eleven. Sorry, I okay, forgot okay. I have a plus one. Cool. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um, oh, actually, yeah, plus four in initiative. Oh wow! <laughs> I got a twenty. Sorry. You got a twenty. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Okay. Um, it's been a couple weeks. Yeah. Sorry, can you around again? Um, so you got a twenty. Nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Salise, what did you have? Nine. Nine. Um, which one have? I'm you sorry. Have? Eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah, a nine. Eight, and then yours? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Who well, parents up first? Cool. Who's the uh, who's last one? Um, last one is with the one with the eight. So me, Salise. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Perrin. So how? So you were training the last three months, right? Sure. How are you getting around the city? I imagine there's different ways to get around the city. You can go through the streets. You can go rooftops, the sewers. Uh, there's a bunch of different ways that you can travel. How are you traveling through? How did Perrin train? Well, um, Perrin decided to ply his trade as a bard mm. to get into places both high and low. Okay. So he would go to um, the, you know, the watering holes of, of the, you know, the vagrant and the destitute. And he would also, as a result of his uh, popularity from, from the performance of the theater, he was able to entertain some of the the most wealthy here in Waterdeep. So he has been going around, um, and and through Perrin's travels, he realizes that while it's very very important to know people in high places, yeah, it's sometimes even more important to know the lowest people in the lowest of places. Mm. So um, in in a place like this, he knows to. Uh, stick to stick to the streets, but off in the corner, and and he's he's become very adept, at, especially because he's so small. He's become very adept at at mixing into the crowd and becoming, you know, just becoming uh, unnoticed. Cool. So he's kind of stealthily going through. He can move quickly. You're saying he can move quickly, and no one really. Um, Things like where's that halfling going, or, right, he, right. or or do you have it set up where he's going through people's businesses, like like through the back door, like hey, every now and then I'm going to be running through, like instead of going around this entire block, uh, right. is it cool if I just cut through? Is he doing well, stuff like that? He's or? well, he's trying to build a network. He's trying, he's, to build a network. he's trying to build a network where he can do that kind awesome. of stuff, but he hasn't gotten there yet. He is. In the process. I want to see that scene. So we're going to flash back real quick. Okay, sure. And uh, I want to see Perrin uh, talk to, who, who would he talk to? Like one of the merchants or? Um, so the first the first place he goes is to the barkeeps. So okay. there was a barkeep that he met named Brandor. Oh. Brandor uh, the barkeep um, <laughs> is, is uh, <laughs> You know, uh, Perrin, Perrin uh, has a flair for alliteration. Yeah. So Perrin loves people that are, are alliterative themselves. Okay. Um, so he, he met Brandor, uh, and and him and Brandor took a shining to each other. Yeah, let's find, let's see if Perrin believes that they've yes. taken yes. a shine yes. to each other. Absolutely. Uh, but let's figure Absolutely. that out. When, you, when you're doing this, when you're going out, are, are any of your uh, companions coming with you? Um, well, most of the time. Yeah. 
uh, Ash and I are working together. And, and over the over the course of the three months, we've been going around doing shows. And we started out and it was just Perrin, you know, yeah. the great Perrin mm-hmm. Underbow <laughs> out, out and about and, and, you know, just performing in shows, making a little bit of money um, and and delighting people so that he can use that use that currency for information. Ah, gotcha. Um, but as Ash has learned and, and as Perrin has already recognized, Ash has a flair for the dramatic as well. Ash has the ability to become um, a bard uh, and, and tell great stories and entertain the people. So uh, later in, the, in, the, in like the last month or so, uh, Ash and I have started to do like this vaudevillian. Oh, like Lucy, yeah, some Lucy, Lucy and Ricky, and where we would, yeah, where we would kind of play off of each other, and, awesome. and sometimes I play the foil yeah. to, to Ashburn, and uh, so we, we've we've developed a group that is called. Uh, it is. Prickly urchins. That's the name of your group? Yes. With chips. Yeah. <laughs> and chips will come out. Yeah. Oh, God. You jump through who? And yes. Prickly yeah. urchins. Yes. Prickly urchins. You. Yes. Prickly urchins. With chips. With yeah. chips. With chips. Like I, I can see the Saturday morning <laughs> intro for it. Like they're all passing over. Right. And then, like, you guys are kind of back to back with your yeah. arms crossed. Yes. Yes. And then the. The fox jumps in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. uh, the real Ghostbusters. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, <laughs> well, that's great. Um, so you guys are in. So you guys are together. You're yes. going to these establishments. Yes. Uh, let's go into this tavern. What's this tavern called? Do you know? Do you um, the name of this one was uh, the Drunken Wench. Oh, the Drunken Wench. Okay. Yes. And what's this guy's name again? Brandor. Brandor. Okay. Yes. So I'm. An, I'm, I'm Brandor, Brandor the barkeep. Yes. Yeah. I want to see this scene. I want right. to see how you, uh, how your crew, how. Both both of your charismas work uh, with Brandor, and we'll uh, s- let that set the stage for how you interact with other people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, Barkeep. Hey, what's going on? Well, uh, there are a couple of things that are going on. The first is I am thirsty. Me and my companion here are very thirsty. Well, I should hope so. He came into a tavern. That is correct, sir. So we would like a couple of ales. A couple of ales. I can do that for you. And then uh, he turns around. He's talking to you in the mirror. Okay. Uh, oh. So yes. he's like filling up. He's just like, oh, so what's your name, friend? Uh, my name is, well, actually, this is my companion, Ash. Oh, Ash didn't Brown. even see you there. Oh, hey. Yeah. Are you old enough to drink? Oh, yeah, I'm old enough to oh, I trust do you. lots yeah. of stuff. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I am Perrin Underbill. Oh. Bard extraordinaire. At your service. Extraordinaire. And he goes and he uh, puts it he puts it down. He's just yes. like, extraordinary. What, uh, what's so extraordinary about you? Have you looked at him? I mean, Perrin, you've never heard of the great perilous undertaking that is Perrin Underbow? Oh. Real charisma for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. What do we got here? Um, That is a 19. Oh, he... It, um, maybe I, I mean, it sounds really familiar. It's it, like, that sounds like a really pop, like, I, I feel like somewhere I heard of you. I've heard of you. I'm sorry. I've never, you know what? I'm so dumb. These are on the house guys. They're just, just they're like, what, what, what type of a performance art do you do? Well, it is whatever the means and the rule requires oh. at that particular time. We're flexible as artists yes. and like chips, like pops out of my bag. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, the, um, let me uh, let me get that guy some. Uh, is this guy in your in your um, uh, your your um, operation? Uh, will, together, we are prickly urchins. And like we like pose, <laughs> like, 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 like yeah. uh, both uh, both of you role performance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, 26. Oh, oh my God. 15. It is the first time someone has seen a Charlie's Angels pose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this guy is all about it. Whoa. Yeah. Chips is the guns in the middle. Right. Whoa. <laughs> this is some fair faucet. Um, right, right, right. Yes. Faucet fox hair. Yes. What's going on, Curls? With chips. Oh, with chips. Is this chips? That's that chips. Is, that is chips. Oh, yeah. but give me one second. He like ducks down. He comes back with a little bowl of water uh, uh-huh. for for. The, um, sorry, no chips, but uh, I got I got water for chips. Yes. <laughs> so so my good sir, yeah. what is your name? Yeah. Oh, Bradford, but everyone calls me Mr. B. Oh, Mr. B, the barkeep. Yeah. Oh, that is that is a wonderful name. I love alliteration. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I love alliterations too. You know. You know, we don't get much of the this high high class uh, uh, clientele here. What I think that your establishment would do so well with more of this. Well, I definitely think it would be better than this dump. There's like a drunk guy from the night before sleeping, like his head on the table. <laughs> There's like uh, like. Uh, Bottles of broken glass in the corner because they don't even like sweep it up. They just sweep it to the, the right. push it to the corner. <laughs> Floorboards are missing. Uh, you know stains and like carvings in all the wood. Uh, the worst carvings too. Like not even good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean I'm always looking for ways to you know increase clientele in this establishment. Exactly why we're here, my good man. Yeah. So we believe that. All of Waterdeep belongs to the arts, and the arts belongs to Waterdeep. It doesn't matter if it is the Jade Dragon or the Drunken Wench. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, I'm an artist. You're an artist? Yeah, well, kind of not. What what do you do, man? I'm working on a novel. All right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. What's it called? Uh, A super gigantic clown. Now, wait, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. I know what you're going to think. How big is this clown, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, exactly. <laughs> right, right, now, right now, he's about six foot, which, which isn't, but it's the early stages. It's the early stages of the book. He's not that big yet. He's, he's not that. He just grows in the book? Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm hoping for, but I really can't find his back. Okay, the camera slowly oh, fades. No. <laughs> the camera slowly fades back, uh, and we see, we see this um, slowly fades back on this great moment and this connection that you have with this barkeep. Uh, where he's connecting with you, he's sharing. Uh, you guys are obviously connecting with him. Uh, I'm going to say that you you guys are very successful with what you've been doing the last three months. Uh, this, you know, the camera pulls back and we uh, transitions uh, into Perrin's eyes and goes further and further back. And now we just see uh, Perrin running uh, through the streets. Uh, as he's running, he passes by Mr. B sweeping outside and he like gives him a wave. Yes. Perrin gives him some finger guns right. uh, <laughs> and, and he's trucking too. Perrin was the first one in initiative. So he's actually getting to Three Daggers Alley pretty fast. Um, who's next? Uh, Ashburn. Ashburn. Okay. Yes. Um, how how are you travel? What what did you do in the three months? What what were how are you preparing and training? So um, other than um, my duo with 
Perrin, um, I had been kind of pursuing more of the um, bardic management as well. <laughs> yes. Pursuing the bardic management. She <laughs> says it like it's a thing. You mean it's not? I, I, I 100% believe it. Too. Yeah. Like, I was Mr. B in that tavern. It's something, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so she's pursuing that and like um, also connecting with other performers in, um, in Waterdeep and trying to... Um, create a uh, performer collective. Okay. And, uh, yeah. How does she travel? How does Ashbourne travel through Waterdeep? Oh, through Waterdeep? She takes a page out of Zaraj's book and tries to travel exactly like him because, so Zaraj has this um, mythology with him, the way he's like, you know, um, like the Batman of Waterdeep. Mm -hmm. And so what Ash is doing as far as that is, is trying to build up her reputation so she's this mysterious, like, scary thing that lurks in the night because mm. her claw has caused so much uh, danger with all of her friends. And she wants to be seen as something terrifying. Mm. So people leave them alone. So is she, like, hiding her or does she conceal her claw at all? Does she wear um, uh, a uh, Yeah, she, glove, she a wears a glove. glove. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so she, is she traveling on rooftops or are you talking more rumors like she uses rumors to influence her travels um she travels on rooftops on rooftops yeah awesome mm-hmm. uh so let's see that i want to see her uh training does she train with Siraj or does she train with any of uh her uh is anyone else training on rooftops does anyone else travel on roof nope no? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would be training with Zaraj. Okay, you would be training with Zaraj. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say uh, one of you three uh, tried it, though. Oh, yeah. So we, we see we, the scene starts off. Uh, the scene starts off. We see Ashbourne uh, running on this rooftop, and she's getting really close to the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it reminds her of the first time she was really close to the edge and the first time she was at this rooftop. Uh, it zooms the camera zooms into her eye and back uh, into this, um, you know, uh, this day um, on this roof. And she's now standing next to Zaraj waiting for Celise to climb this ladder. You just hear her armor clanking. Yeah. <laughs> really hard. You can do uh, it! I feel like Celise is also like an overachiever. So she would be the valedictorian in like her school. So she would just assume that she can do this. Uh, And she might, we're going to be, we're going to see, I mean, she could have been really successful and thought like, oh, I need a real challenge. (laughs) Um, So I want to see how successful you are at traveling on these rooftops. Um, Zaraj is waiting for sleep. She finally comes out onto the roof. And he explains that the a lot of the rooftops on a block are very close to each other. The gaps um, aren't huge alleyways. Uh, one of the tricks is because of how the roads were made. A lot of the roads in Waterdeep were made. Um, there are main roads like uh, the high road, but a lot of them are kind of curvy. They're all over. There's no city planning to that. And a lot of that has to do with before... Uh, carriages and all that stuff they used like cattle and stuff so uh cattle would uh you know 
the sh- would make these trails basically that's kind of how they're all winding that's uh why they go off in different directions and how they connect in, in different ways um and then hor- they start riding horses and then stuff like that and then it just become people start making buildings around the areas that haven't become trails uh Zaraj explains that while a lot of these buildings do connect to each other or have uh, small spaces, there are still the roads that separate the buildings um, that you will need to find a way over them either through an alley to get to the next block. And, and that could be as easy as, you know, a jump. You could have things prepared on the roof, uh, such as like ladders that you can like, or like boards and you can kick over or, um, what are those uh, like uh, the Olympic things with the pole, the, the pole, vault. Pole, pole, vault. Vault. Yeah, yeah. Yep. pole vault over them, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, traveling on the rooftop is much, much quicker than traveling on the street because Waterdeep is very congested, but it's much more dangerous uh, and you have to be uh, extremely prepared. So you need to know, uh, OK, on this roof, I need to have a board to swing over uh, and put on uh, that roof. Uh, let's roll. Um, I want to see how prepared you are. So actually roll survival. Cause this would be like your, uh, environment. You're making this environment. 17. Oh yeah. Awesome. Uh, Celise roll, uh, <laughs> roll survival. Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh. What was that? Uh, 15 before. I- Season oh. two dice. Baby. <laughs> Was it 16 total? Oh, awesome. Uh, so 16 and 17, 16 and 17. Yeah. You guys are great. You guys are both head of the class. Uh, you, you both have prepared, uh, your own, uh, separate paths on how you do it. Zoraj is pretty impressed. He hasn't explained much. Like he explained exactly what I explained. Um, and he says, uh, let's have a race. Well, no, not me. I would destroy you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much already at the finish line. Before you can hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to uh, we're going to do this in, in three rolls. So it's going to be uh, one out, one around and then one back um, oh, back to Zaraj. Um, and yeah, let's start this off. So wait, what, what do you guys say? I want to hear some trash talk. What? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently no trash. Yeah. Right. It's like I'm bigger than her. Can you start off the roof? Yeah. No, I'm like, um, I'm like stretching and I'm like looking at you like menacingly, but it's kind of like, it's like a, a joke. golden retriever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. is, is Chips with you? I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And is. Chips is also stretching and looking at you like a golden retriever. <laughs> As Lisa's like taking off heavier parts for armor, like, oh yeah. All right. Does Chips have like a headband on? Yeah, he has like a workout band. Uh, yeah, the, the first time the song You're the Best Around is yes. playing right. <laughs> inside that fox's head right now. Uh, yeah, let's see it. Everyone roll. Um, uh, well, what do you want to do? Like, how do you think you're, uh, do you think you're, you're using your athletics through it or more acrobatics? Like, how do you think you guys are moving through uh, these rooftops? Um, I know I'm moving with, with athletics. So I'm, okay. um, I'm jumping, I'm climbing, I'm kicking um, boards down yeah. and um, pushing things to just make the track easier. Cool. But it's all just like speed. Cool. Athletics for me. Because uh, also, 
is actually faster out of her armor. And she spent that time training going, huh, I don't always have to be in full plate. Yeah. Um, and also that muscle of carrying like 50 pounds on you is off and you're super light. Like you feel super light and like you can travel a lot faster. Um, so yeah, roll, roll, uh, um, roll all three or three. Uh, no, just one. Uh, athletics first. Oh my gosh. Oh, only a 10. Uh, 17. 17. Okay. 17 and what? 10. 10. Okay. From the jump. Uh, actually, you explain. Like, you, so you did, you uh, you obviously did uh, uh, better uh, than Silly. Silly, so you're a little bit behind Ash, but how do you guys make it to the first like three roofs? So, um, in, in this rooftop, have we ever already set up things? Yes. Okay. So I run to the side and I kick down um, this, um, a beam that was holding this board and it falls flat. And it falls flat and I uh, <laughs> run uh, on that beam and um, I kind of start a chain reaction of beams. Oh, okay. So it's sort of like a, a domino. Yeah, a domino yeah. effect with boards. And so each time I get to um, a board, it's about to fall. So I'm as fast as the board's falling. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love it. I love, I love thinking that scene. It's like a lateral shot where you're just like running mm-hmm. and this board is like slowly falling yeah. and you're going up it while it goes <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going straight down on it. Silly, how are you traveling? Um, Salise has thought she was being really prepared by like having heavy wooden ladders. Yeah. Like kind of <laughs> already set up so she can just run across them. But she slipped a couple times. Uh, Not off the roof, thankfully. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's a couple like, I'm fast. I'm light. Oh. Keep going. I'll say Salise is probably overprepared on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. She she thought of way too many things that could happen and gave herself more options uh than she actually needed to travel. So now it's a matter of like, uh, pick and choose this one. Okay, pick and choose that one. Um, as you guys, so you guys are kind of going off in separate directions like this and you're going to make this turn and then go down where the other person came up. So as you guys are turning, uh, I want you to roll acrobatics um, because this is going to be like a finesse type uh, thing that you guys are doing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nat 20. That was a nat 20? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I just see like an acrobat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what did you roll? I got 11 total. Yeah, okay, yeah. So you're still fine. You're not falling down. Uh, It's that scene exactly from Aladdin where uh, uh, Aladdin is explaining to Jasmine how this works and he's putting down the board and then Jasmine uh, pole vaults over (laughs) (laughs) over him. Uh, So Liz, you are very confident that you're doing it. You're doing it right. I know exactly what I'm doing. But then you look at Ashbourne and it's like she makes it seem like an art. Like she makes it seem like ballet, the way she's like bouncing off the things and moving around um you're not even halfway uh to the corner like you guys should meet in the middle uh you're about a quarter of the way in and she's already there uh tipping your oh how 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 do you want to do it so, <laughs> um so we were just rounding a corner right yeah you're, you're both rounding uh your own trail so basically you're going from one roof instead of going um like straight north now you're going you're going east she's going west so as I'm rounding the corner, um, I've actually laid out a rope. So mm. I take, um, I'm running at the rope. I take the rope and I'm swinging Ooh. to like go around the corner like uh, that. Yeah. And then Chips yeah. pops out of my backpack and just kind of waves at <laughs> <and swinging. laughs> Just running through. Yeah. And yeah. what are you thinking when you see this? <laughs> yes, that's what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what you're thinking. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> for anyone listening to this on the podcast, Donnie just squinted her eyes. <laughs> like, um, like I hate you, but I don't really. <laughs> yeah, it's not about it's not about it's, just, uh, it's not about Ashbourne. It's not about hating Ashbourne. It's about like you like not being the best at it. I think. I think it's totally. more about that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she's gonna have some recrimination. <laughs> uh, so we're in the last leg, the the fast run. This is the fun part because you're actually using uh, Ashbourne's uses Celise paths. Uh, Celise is using Ashbourne's path oh on, how they, <laughs> on how they did things. Uh, so roll um, roll athletics again. Fifteen. Seven is. 11, 13, 13. 13 yes. Okay. 13 <laughs> and 16. Okay. Uh, so Celise, you're, you're traveling down Ashbourne's path and it, you like it. Like you're like, you get it. You're, Oh, look, she has this part marked off on her board that she knows it has to hit the line at this point. Uh, and I can travel like, Oh, that's nice. It's all laid out. Like, Oh, and that actually looks like it's a part of the building. Like, Oh, this is great. Uh, Ashbourne, you're just like, what is this? <laughs> like, like, it, like it all makes sense, but some of the wood is super heavy for you to like pick up. And you're just like, why does this, this doesn't even matter. Like, you know, like guardrails, you put guardrails on the board. Like, like uh, it's, it's a neck and neck approach. I will say that uh, Ashbourne, you do take it because you did have uh, two higher rolls before the last one, even though the last one was still, is still good. You guys make it. Uh, Zaraj is very impressed with both of you guys. Uh, he's just like, good good work great great job uh, he's especially impressed with ashbourne so at least he thinks that you did a great job how are you feeling right now um so at least it's like i did it but i could do better yeah you want to do it again <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's gonna be <laughs> two out of three right? <laughs> not against ash just like i'm Celise is gonna push herself really really hard yeah. Like she had planned to go be in the alleys because armor, et cetera. But yeah. he's like, no, I've got to do better. Cool. Yeah. And Ash is so, she's just like um, how people are after they like play sports. <laughs> That's like just so much. <laughs> you can tell I don't play sports <laughs> at all, any sport. Um, but, I'm <laughs> but I'm just like so excited and I'm trying to um, like belly, like chest bump um, Celise and. <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> so I chest bump you sort of like chest bump up and I'm running around Zaraj and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. And I'm punching the air. Don't, don't do yes, that. Yes, no, yes, stop. Just, uh, Have please. Five. Okay. Booty I'm pump. Not. Here we go. Your fox is touching me now. <laughs> and it zooms out from that uh, into uh, Ashbourne. And she is on this roof and she's running. She's actually on Salisa's boards uh, and, and feeling good about it. Um, that she made like slight modification uh, on her, um, uh, switched out her, made her pull a little bit shorter for her, for her size. Uh, and you're feeling good about, you know, this entire, uh, training thing. I, I would say that, uh, you're doing great in your travels. You're right behind Perrin. You could actually see him from down below. As you look down, you see, uh, Perrin is obviously really focused. You're in the air with your pole and you're looking down. Perrin's very focused and he just turned around and is waving and does finger guns at someone. <laughs> you're like, who the hell is he doing that for? <laughs> uh, who's next? Sure. Sharif, um, uh, Shaka, mm -hmm. how, how are you traveling through the city? Mm -hmm. What did you do during your training? What, yeah, training. Yeah. yeah, train away. Um, so one thing that Shaka noticed uh, through, through the previous adventures 
at the Jade Rose, at, at the, um, I forgot the name of the bar, uh, the, uh, the like shady bar that I went to. Yeah. Um, but uh, one thing Where that- Where Dirty D is? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, not first bar. Not, first not bar. that time. Yeah, yeah. Dirty D, we, we uh, cut to Dirty D just like sitting at the bar. <laughs> Yeah, so so like one thing that, that he noticed is that like this sort of help staff, like the bartenders, the people that are like are like the janitors, like they're they always seem to have sort of an an eye contact thing. Mm. Usually when somebody does something dumb, they all kind of just like look. <laughs> and like Shaka kind of remembers that from sort of when like he grew up in like his kind of tiefling group it was it was like a very like um there weren't a lot of words spoken it was it 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 was a lot of like you know um body language motions eye contact and stuff so he sees that you know in like the help staff and he says hey you know what i think i can do that and it would give me access to shops to people's houses yeah. right um so like what he does is he starts to employ himself at different things he's he's a dishwasher for like some gotcha. time yeah um and he also does that at different people's like residences because you know they need people to like clean up their mansions and like stuff and like ha- having a tiefling to them is sort of like a novelty thing oh yeah you, you know um so like so like so um shaka kind of takes advantage of that right so so they can get access so you can hear about different gossip because he's still thinking about you know like xanathar and like you know get, getting this yeah. gold and like all that stuff um so the way that he normally tr- travels is you know through like shops right yeah um and he notices that most of the time if he walks up to say a carriage right the people that um like the the um, wealthy people that, that like a they're like on that. They don't know how many servants they have. Oh yeah. So like he just goes in oh. and, and and just says, "Hey, I just finished doing your clothes and like I need to get to the store." And they're like, "All right, in plain come, sight." Come yeah. In. Yes. That's yes. what he's doing. He uh, okay. So he's taking on uh, the persona of the ignored servant. Yes. Uh, so he can blend into any situation sure. that that he wants um, by creating this rapport with people, uh, and he's using their nonverbal communications like to his advantage. Yep. Um, what's one of the first times you tried this? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the first time that I tried this is to my quest to, uh, find dirty D guys. Oh, oh. yeah. So um, yeah. Double so, fold. You're like looking for uh, this guy abs- and looking for work. Absolutely. Be, be, because I knew that like he was a little wealthy and I knew that he went to the theater, right. Be, because he was there during the whole, shenanigans right um so like shaka kind of camps out by by like like the theater i guess would be either closed off or like maybe not it's a little it's a little bit away from it's a couple it's like a block and a half away but but there's similar places that he guesses that he might be so yeah so he kind of like maybe stalking might be the word it's um yeah it's uh, uh, he's, 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 what's it called in the paper miss connections or you a tiefling you a d so dirty 
it really might be like a water deep misconnection yeah. on, 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 on like a tablet or something. Yeah. Like, like an actual stone tablet. chickens. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have an angry um, father. Looking for friendship in all the right places. Yeah. yeah. So, so he sees him and he kind of like follows him back to like his like a place. He sees some like uh, servants that are like sort of like in the in the back having a conversation, right? Yeah. So he just goes up to him like, "Hey guys, like like you, you know, I'm I'm really looking to to like help out. Do you know if there's you know if there's any way that I can get?" So in? he's at a tavern. He's at the tavern that Dirty D frequents, right? And he starts talking to servants yes. to try to get into the yeah. network. Awesome. Is Shaka doing this with anyone from his crew? Is anyone around? Uh, does he bring anyone with? Um, uh, I would say on this one, he would probably be by himself. Okay. He goes yeah. by himself. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, yeah. So, so let's do that. Let's, uh, is you're saying that there was a day that you went in, this was the day that you went in and dirty D was there. Yes. Okay. He was cool. there. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so, so we're going to need some, uh, deception and or charisma going on here. So you go up to, there's a table of, what would you say? Two two um these two servants mm-hmm. they're kind of dressed like um butlers or what are they dressed like yeah kind of yeah, like yeah, the yeah, help. yeah like, like wait wait staff yeah and you can kind of tell that they uh are wearing the colors of you know some type of rich person's manner or whatever their crest is or something um and they're chilling mm-hmm. they're just hanging out having a beer uh is Dirty D at this table, or is he at another table? He's at another table. Awesome! I love this. I like this a lot. Yeah, he. He doesn't sit with the help. Okay, right? cool. <laughs> Wait, is, yeah, Dirty D's not rich though. He's he's uh, he, 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 I, I had the sense that he was. I think he he's upper middle class. I think he's, he's yeah, a yeah teacher. yes he's, he's okay, upper okay, middle yes, yes. Yeah. he's he's, he's not the, like a. He's not, he's not, uh, the, a servant or an, or, or the wait staff, but he's also can't afford like servants or wait staff. So he's right. like, well, he was a teacher, right? Yes. So, he, so he's like a tenured professor and, yeah. not, and not the school chancellor. Yes, exactly. Like yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. doing good. He's, right. he's taking two vacations a year, right. uh, <laughs> uh, but okay. So you approach this table. These, uh, two servants are at this table and they're just having a conversation with each other. Um, what do you say? What's your opener? What's Shaka's opener? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So like I have a drink in, in like my hand. Right. So like I just walk up, I like take a quick look at like uh, what they're, what they're, uh, what, what they're drinking. And I can't think of any medieval drinks, but I say <laughs> whatever the name of like the drink is say, Hey, uh, I, I just tried that, uh, water deep infusion. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. They're putting little orange slices in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a pomegranate fan, like myself. But, <laughs> Real charisma. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I want to know if the pomegranate opener <laughs> is as successful as you think. Even exist. Yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, I would say he, he's not turned off by it. He, he likes this conversation. Is just like. Oh, yeah, I've never tried that before. My wife, yeah, his wife, my wife loves pomegranate so much. Have a seat, man. Have a seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, you, you know, I've been, you know, I just, I just noticed from, from like some of like the sort of like little stains on their shirts that, that they probably do, do like the, like a weight, weight staff thing. So I fake, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm so like, I kind of make up a story like, guys, you know, um, 
I've just been working for, you know, all day. I hear you, man. I hear you. You know, and, and it's just so hard sometimes just like, you know, waiting on these people, man. They're just so demanding. They're, I w- I, he kind of looks around. He looks around. They're horrible. <laughs> They're horrible. I'm saying it loud. Everyone hears me. He's like, God, settle down, settle down. I'm saying, I'm saying it. They're horrible. They're, they're so demanding. I tell you, they, this lady, I worked for her 13 years. 13, yeah, 13 years. He got a hand. 13, 13. He's, he's heard the story before. He's heard the story before. <laughs> Calls me Kevin. Calls me Kevin like called him Kevin last week. Kevin, can you believe that? Is your name Kevin? No, my name's not Kevin. <laughs> no, my name's not Kevin. God, my name's Engelworth. It even says it right here, Engelworth. I never met a Kevin before. We've never met a Kevin before. It's so weird. Yeah. These people think the, the, the sunshine, the, the sun shines on the, on, the, on, the, on the ass. I was going to say that. I was going to say ass. Why do you always cut me off? front? What's your name? My name Don't is- say Kevin. Don't say Kevin. Uh, you got me. You got me. Uh, Shaka, actually. Shaka, I love it. Uh, you like put it there, and you guys shake. There, you guys yeah. shake hands. Yeah. It's just like, oh man. So what do you do? What What do I do? Well, um, so I I just left my last employer. You know, so I'm actually looking for a new gig, man. You know, I'm, oh. I'm just out here just socializing. Um, and I saw you guys, and you look cool. Um, do you know if there's any uh, many uh openings where wherever you guys are oh man there's tons of them people always going in and out they don't even know who we are most of the times i tell you if you want one if you want one of these you can get in pretty much anywhere well hey do you have an extra one do i have an extra what extra real outfit, charisma huh? real charisma <laughs> <laughs> and like here's my linkedin <laughs> oh seven uh no, this wouldn't fit you. This wouldn't oh, fit you. Are, are you talking about like my weight here? No, I'm talking about my weight here. He's oh, a big okay. guy yes, too. Yes, you, you this are is like oh, I like this guy. This Shaka, yeah, this Shaka guy's great. I love this guy Shaka. And you hear the sound of a chair move, mm-hmm. scrape the ground, mm-hmm. and you hear footsteps very slowly, like clink, 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 clink. Uh, roll perception. Okay. 16. 16. Awesome. You're having this conversation. Uh, you, you're taking some swings. You're not knocking it out of the park. They're not like, you know, turning it down. They're not getting upset or anything. They're, it's just kind of like not turning in your favor or whatever. Uh, and you know, every time you make a little reach like that, you put yourself in a position to be found out that like there's, uh, put you in a position to make these people suspicious of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're well aware of your surroundings. So well aware that you see out of the corner of your eye, someone sat down at the table, like across from you guys and is now looking intently at you, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like, huh, huh. And it happened right when they said your name, Shaka. Mm-hmm. Um, so while you're at the table, you're still having this conversation with these guys. No, man, you can, you can pick these up anywhere. Like pretty much any, you go to a laundromat and just like take it off the shelf. <laughs> I'm not saying, he's not saying you can actually, do you don't have to do that. No stealing. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. Can, do you, 
You don't steal, do you? No, I don't steal. Okay, no, I, I didn't expect I, you to I know say that's you a did. tiefling thing. You guys all. Can <laughs> 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 that's a thing. I know lots of tieflings. I know lots. He knows lots of tieflings. My my, my brother-in-law's a tiefling. <laughs> oh, your oh, oh, your oh, evil in-laws are a tiefling. No, he's not. He's not evil. He's not. I'm not saying he's okay. evil. He's a great addition to the family. <laughs> and we, we we know each other. We talk. We hang out. Beautiful kids. Oh my God, beautiful kids. I'm just uh, now. I feel weird. Now I feel really weird. Now I feel I'm flush. I feel oh, really, I'm just I messing feel, with you, man. I feel, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything. I didn't mean anything by that. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm just messing with I didn't you. Mean, and uh, so now you kind of have him like a little flustered. He, he he's like apologetic. Uh, he wants to like uh, he's just like oh yeah man. Um, no, I didn't mean nothing. But if you're having hard times, you definitely need to uh, like um, there's tons of places that are hiring around here. Shaka, I mean, and you hear Shaka. Um, Shaka, is that, is, is that, Shaka, is that, is, and coming up to your table is that tiefling that you met mm-hmm. that day, that uh, nerdy professor tiefling, uh, mm-hmm. Dirty D, did he, what was his actual name? Do we remember? It was, uh, it was like Jellyman, was it something Rob? Jellyman? It was like Robert Jellyman or Rupert Jellyman? Rob, it- Rob Jelly. It was R something jelly. Was, yeah. But why was there a D? What did the D well, come he from? Called, he so called I called him a dirty, dirty devil. devil. Oh, yes. devil. Oh, okay. Okay. okay, I was like, yes. Dirty Daniel? Yeah. <laughs> 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 dirty Daniel. <laughs> 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 wow, uh, the chat got it. It's Robbie uh, Jellyman. Robbie uh, Robbie, yeah. thank you, chat. Uh, um, Shaka, Shaka, it's me. It's me, Robbie. Rob, Rob what's, Dirty D. Dirty D, what's up? What is going on? How are your chickens? Dirty. I want to apologize, man. Oh, um, I had something crazy happen as you saw. Like my, uh, I don't want to keep up the daughter thing. So your I'm daughter? Uh, <laughs> Was it not your daughter? The two guys at the table are staring at you right now. <laughs> all, right, all right, man. I got to buy you a drink. Come on, but a drink? Yes. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, what, what's, what's your favorite drink? Oh, well, you know what my favorite drink is. Oh, That's yes. my best friend. That is true. Uh, <laughs> a water deep fusion for this man. You got it. Please. Okay. Uh, hey, who are these guys? Uh, you don't know who they are? Um, uh, um, uh, no, I mean, like, I, I, I hey, why, why, why didn't you call me back? I'm sorry, guys. Can, call can, we, you can back? we just. Do you, do you have a cell No, no. Why didn't you come find me? You never came back to the bar. <laughs> Wait, where were you waiting at the bar? I've been waiting at that table. <laughs> I come back every day. <laughs> I've been so sleepless over there. Just waiting for you. Sometimes I go to the roof and I look down and I wait for you. Shaka, look at look at this jacket. And it says dirty D embroidered on the back of the roof. Wow. It's my jacket. I like it. I like it, man. Um, I made one for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it just and it says it's oh my god. Uh, uh, it's <laughs> I'm not going to do this joke, but I want to do this joke. Do it. Do <laughs> it's it. an embroidered jacket that says Shaka, and it has like the Shaka uh, hand gesture, the Shaka, the. Anyways. <laughs> oh. I take it back. Don't do that joke. Take it back. <laughs> okay. Um, I got one for you. Yeah, man. So uh, I know you heard about all that crazy. Well, obviously, I saw you and all that crazy stuff. Happened. Oh, yeah. That was an yeah, insane dude. night. What a, That was the funniest yeah. night of my life. So, man, what happened was. You know the tiefling thing, man. Like they thought I was involved with it, oh. um, so I had to run out for sure. Um, so I'm back now because I was looking for you, man. Oh, you were looking for me? Yeah, I That's didn't think great. I didn't think you'd be, you know, 
here for three months. <laughs> but, 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 I'm a regular. Uh, but, the bartender comes up, puts his regular uh, food, his food that he gets every day, oh, like nice. on the table for nice some apps. Oh yeah, yeah. Dig, dig in. These are the best wings in. Well, the best wings in this bar. There's a lot of better wings in other places. I really wish we went to a better bar. Um, anyways, yeah, we can hang out all the time. My calendar is wide open. Wait, I thought you were a teacher. Don't you have classes? Oh, yeah, but I could skip that. No, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Do the kids need you. No, Dirty D and the Shaka. <laughs> um, all right, so so um, oh so God. this is picking up. Uh, yeah. I want you. Well, here I'm actually gonna roll with, uh, with oh, these guys. The, these guys are so. These guys are loving the rapport that you have. You're a man of the people. You know what's going on. Like you obviously have your best friend right here with you. You just seem like fun guys. Yeah. Uh, this guy's a teacher, which is obviously like he's not going to be associating himself with like lower class right. people. Um, these guys are like, you seem like a really cool guy. This guy seems like you guys are making embroidered jackets. That's really cool. Hey, man. I'm, and he like writes down on this like slip of paper. He's just like, go see my friend. Go see my friend here. And he like slips you a piece of paper. Thanks. It's like, Thanks, it's, an, it's an address uh, with his signature on the bottom. He's like, he's going to hook you up. He's going to, there's a lot of odd jobs that you can get all around. They're always looking for positions to fill. Tell him that I sent you and you're all good. Hey, it was really nice. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chaka. Um, <laughs> and it slowly uh, fades out through the bar, through like the, uh, the, um, the doors that like go mm -hmm. back and forth or whatever um, <laughs> to you. As you are um, very calmly, almost like Ocean's Eleven style, uh, casually walking through this person's house while you like undo this uniform, you take it, you throw it into uh, a big uh, uh, pot, mm -hmm. like where like a vase, a big vase, basically right. a fancy vase in the corner and you throw it out there. You have the other uniform underneath as you pass by the owner of the house, you tip your hat, just like it looks yep. so casual and so clear and so calm. Um, your heart is racing because you're trying to get there faster, but you know, because you didn't have to go around this huge block. You just went right through this house. And now uh, you are making your way to Three Daggers Alley. Yes. Who's next? Next is Brandon. Brandon. Awesome. Uh, Rin. 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 Yeah. Uh, Rin, what have you been doing the last three months? Um, so Rin's been kind of like sneaking around through the town of Waterdeep. Uh, he kind of like took like Zaraj's like um, training really seriously. And so he also took the words that he said when he had to give up his armor and stuff. Oh, and yeah. he was like, you know, your, your, oh, your appearance will, you know, attract attention to your friends. And so Ren's been feeling guilty since like he left in the first season and like was gone for so long. Mm. Uh, so he like now all wears all black and he like his ears, like the golden tips, like he's like, has like dirt in them to kind of cover it oh. so people can't see it. Oh, wait, are they? They're, they're like, they're a, they're, in his yeah, ear. they're in his ear. Oh, that's awesome. So he has like, you know, dirt in there so people can't see it. Uh, so he's like been like sneaking around and he kind of like met this person named uh, Levin. That's why I called her. Levin? Uh, Levin. Yeah, so she is like also like he's been stealing things, stealing money, <laughs> uh, food. Okay. And trying to keep it like a secret from his friends because he doesn't want people to know that he's feeling bad about it. He's trying to protect everyone. Yeah. 
So, but he's also been kind of going a little crazy a little bit. So, <laughs> uh, but he's been traveling with this girl named Levin, and they've been stealing stuff and just kind of getting a little closer. How are they? Uh, what type of stuff are they? Are they pickpocketing? Are they going into shops? Are they shoplifting? Or are they stealing at night? When are they stealing? Oh, they're they're like like shop. Well, they're like pickpocketing people because okay. they're doing it like very secretive. They're trying to be stealthy because Ren's trying to get his stealth a lot better from the last season. Okay, um, just trying to stay in the dark in the shadows. Okay, awesome. So do you know you normally do this at night or you um, go to events? I would say like yeah, at night. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you go at, at night. Uh is any of your uh party with you or around you at that time? Are you doing this like you said you're doing this under um without them knowing. Yeah. But are they around when you're do you do it when you're there? No, around he doesn't too? do it when they're around because he doesn't okay. want people to know this is happening. Oh, he's awesome. just is trying to keep the persona that like, yeah, he has the armor and everything gone, but like he's still trying to provide for everybody. But gotcha. not saying how he got it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, something that I didn't mention. As Shaka was walking out of that house, uh, the camera zooms out. And we see it's the same house that uh, Ashbourne is on the roof of. Oh. Uh, so okay. as he's, you know, she's on the roof. She sees Perrin as she's vaulting over. Uh, she's on a roof. Shaka is just leaving uh, that same house uh, okay. casually. Um, so now we are seeing Ren. Uh, Ren, we are at uh, night. It's nighttime. Uh, it's very lively. Um, what would you What would you say? One of the f- uh, first times that you decided to go back to pickpocketing was what What was that night like? Yeah. Um. So like, Ren is like in the alley, like just kind of staying in the shadows and just like looking at everybody, like walking around. And just like in his mind, he's just like feeling like people are disgusting, like just walking around and <laughs> and and. And looking lavish because he's like taking everything to his head that like he used to be like that, but he's disgusted by it now. So he's just like, oh, this is so disgusting. And I, I can't believe people live like this. And then he like knows that he has to get food because he's getting hungry because he's got yeah. like he's lost a lot of weight, too. Oh, wow. So, yeah, because he's just like take it so serious, like all the training and stuff. Yeah. Um. So he starts like walking out and sees some like a lady with uh, a purse. So is he doing this like in a... Fight Club, Tyler Durden kind of way, where he uh, hates consumerism, capitalism. That, I was kind of thinking. Is that, it yeah, kind of like that? Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, he has to make some conceits where he has to like still feed himself. Yeah, is that type of mm-hmm. thing. Um, okay, what's what's Levin's? What, what's like her personality like? I felt like she was like kind of. She was a very dark person, and she did not. She was never. She was always serious. And like never like laughed or anything. Cause that's when when Ren first met her, like he was still perky and stuff. And she was like, if you're gonna do this, we have to be very serious about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so Levin comes up behind him and she's like, um, like wanting him to go, it's your time to go and get something from her. So you guys are like trading off. Yeah. And does she do it like uh Rin is doing it, where it's almost like or she's doing it like I'm keeping my stuff. I don't care what he you do with your stuff. Oh, but. like yeah, they they switch off of who like they pl- pretty much like watch each other's back just in case if something happens. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay, we're gonna see how uh so in terms of pickpocketing. Uh, how are you, how do you travel during the day? How would you travel, um, use this to travel during the day? Uh, pickpocketing? Yeah. Or, oh, um, oh yeah. Or how, how are you using this in your advantage to travel? Like I would say like Ren is, when he's like walking amongst the people, like he's, you know, his clothes are not like dingy and dirty, but yeah. like his ears are of course. Uh, but he's just like walking amongst people and then like just 
just like grabbing stuff as they're as he's walking past really quickly right. and then just continuing on with his day. Yeah. yeah. And people don't want to be around him. Yeah. People yeah. like will make way as he, you know, or and people don't want to have a conversation with someone that bumped into someone yeah, that yeah. looks just, you know, that looks like Ren does. Mm. Um, so it makes it easier, I guess. Uh, or you believe it makes it easier. We're going to find out real mm. soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're in this alley and it's uh, facing one of the streets, um, a, a busy one. Um, and Levin comes back. And she's like, oh, look, look what I found. Look what I found here. Look at this guy. Look at this jamoke over here. Like, I know. Look how much cash he has. And I guess it wouldn't be cash. But it would, <laughs> like, look at all this copper I got from this guy. <sighs> we could take this and one of those. And what do you, you got you to gotta go out there. Yeah, I need to get something. I'm so hungry. I need to get some money. I mean, listen, though. I know, I know you like to steal a little bit more. But you don't have to get rid of everything, you know? You can, like, start saving it. Saving? Yeah. I don't save money. Well, <laughs> I mean, you don't... You, how long do you want to be out here? As long as it takes for me to... to me and my friends have to go. Like, okay, buddy. I mean, I want the best for you. I want the best. But uh, just be careful when you're out there, okay? All right. I think, I think I'm going to do it this time. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak right past around the corner. And then... I'm going to need you to distract her, though. Distra- you, you want me to? Okay, I'll distract. I'll distract. So your mark, what does your mark look like? Uh, What mark? The, the, mar- yeah, the, uh, the, the person, person you're about to steal from. Oh, oh, like, yeah. She, I feel like she, like, has, like, a feathered hat for some reason. <laughs> I see her, like, in this red dress, and it's all, like, fancy It's and like stuff. Uh, Rose from Titanic. Th- that, yeah. Literally, yeah. that's what I was thinking in my head. Yeah, literally was thinking that. Um, and so she's, like, talking to someone, but, like, uh, Ren needs uh, Levin to distract her because, like, the angle that he is in is like she could see him either way. Great. Or uh, someone on like whatever it's like. That she can talk to. Yeah. Um, so you roll a uh, sleight of hand. Uh, she's going, Levin's going to roll a uh, performance. Ooh. Okay. Oh, 10. Okay. Uh, she rolled a 16. So uh, it goes pretty well. Uh, half and half though. Uh, so she, uh, she runs out. And uh, she starts singing a little ditty and starts dancing. And it's just like, come on, you cheap wads. Yeah, come on, look at this dance. Blah, blah, blah. It's very over the top. She hates you for it. You should be better, <laughs> you should be better at pickpocketing at this point. Uh, you really should. Uh, also, she, she's a little upset that you look like you're uh, like one of the orphans from, or- from Annie. <laughs> Like, like, dude, we don't all dress like that. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it's yeah, it's like when the you're watching that movie where the rich guy decides he's going to be like one of the right. poor guys, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and like there's rips and stains all over him, and he like rustles his hair up. He's like, I'm poor now. It's like, poor people are, you know, it's like, well, poor people aren't like that. Uh, so she's a little uh, angry, and she's doing a really good job. She she can like you know uh, do a performance very easily. Um, you go in the pickpocket. What are you, you trying to steal her purse or, um, no, he's trying to like go. Yeah. No, actually he's trying to steal her purse. He's trying to steal her purse. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you go in, uh, you rolled a 10, right? You, yeah. You got a 10? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you go in for the purse. Uh, the first time you're like, I got, Oh 
no, purses are connected to straps. This is weird. Uh, and you go and you like take the little cl- uh, class off the entire thing. It's the purse hits her a couple of times and she just kind of like scratches her back uh, around your, your hand. That's like there. She doesn't touch you, but it does feel weird for her. Uh, and you make your way back with her purse uh, to the alley. Um, roll stealth uh, as you make your way back. Right, so she didn't notice you, but okay. uh, 16. Oh, yeah. Oh, 17. Oh, five. That's for to do that. Yeah. Yeah. 17. 17. Great. I mean, no one notices. It's working exactly how you plan. Uh, no one wants to be by this little orphan boy. Uh, <laughs> no one wants to mess with him. You're able to uh, head back into the alley like no problem. Do you split the loot with her? Uh, I think it's to be fair, we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, at this point, you uh, like, she goes out alone a lot of times, but you're kind of like a, a, an apprentice, like, yeah. <laughs> like a poor, a poor apprentice or something, <laughs> uh, uh, which it's so funny because you probably take it super serious and she, the leaven really doesn't. She's just like, what's with this guy? Like, mm-hmm. what, what's this deal? Um, but it also means she gets to split the pot with you and you take all the risk and she doesn't. Um, what, while you're d- dividing things up, let's say, let's say here, I want to hear a conversation that you have with her about like, yeah, you have a conversation with her and she turns to you, you're dividing it all up. One for me, one for you. And you're obviously not dividing it up equally. And you're definitely not dividing it up where you're getting more of the share, you know, mm-hmm. um, like you're not like there's, um, uh, a bracelet in there. It's obviously worth more than, uh, you know, the, the, the bronze that, that you found in there, but instead of splitting it up, instead of asking more for, for the purchase or having a conversation, you're just like, fine, you have that. I'll take this and all that. And, uh, while you're doing this, Levin looks over at you and she says, so, uh, how long you think you can do this for? That's a good question. Um, I, 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 I didn't think I'd ever go back to this kind of world again. Yeah. I mean, sounds like you got out, you got out and you should just, you should just stay out. I don't know why, who wants to come back to this. I, I, I have to protect my friends. You know, I, I know what it's like being a thief and I know what it's like being poor and, and not having anything, but I met, people who've changed my life forever. And, and I swore that I would do the best I could to protect them and, and, and not cause trouble. Like I have already with them. Yeah. Family's really important. Really important. She like sighs a little bit. You find your family run. You take care of them. That's what you do. And kind of this heavy moment a little bit like you catch on halfway through and then a pause but next time you do the dance (laughs) (laughs) the camera fades away and you both laughing about that it goes back out the alley and uh as we see shaka walking out the front door of this uh rich person's uh estate uh, he opens the door, uh, the the carriage for uh, for someone as he's walking the corner. Like he's going to do it very quickly. He's going to open. Oh, here you go, sir. Closes it, and then like he's bolting the other way. Um, as we see that 
uh, same rich person go into uh, the carriage. We see the rich person give a snide look as red as he leaves the alley and starts uh, running uh, in that direction. Overhead, uh, Ashbourne has just uh, vaulted over and we see uh, uh, Perrin doing uh, um, more uh, finger guns as people on the street uh, as uh, Ren cuts from one alley to the other uh, on the opposite side. So you're all kind of zigzagging across into each other's uh, locations. Um, and we cut over to Salise. Salise, how have you been preparing? Salise uh, has taken a lot of what Siraj said to heart. Mm. And so she, she, she didn't give up the armor, but she did give it over so it could get modified. So she's not like this bright shining mithril beacon <laughs> um so her armor's darkened her shield is actually darkened um the very bright red tiwa's rune that was there before is darkened but she had the grooves cut so by touch she knew it was there as more of a comfort thing mm. um because she she listened to zaraj and she at heart she's a soldier and she knew following his orders following his training would be better for them but she's also feeling conflicted because she is a paladin. Yeah. But she feels a little bit like, eh, I'm doing stuff for Zaraj. I'm trying to do sneaky things. But am I still upholding my oath? Oh, is she an oathbreaker? Not yet. Not, she's a, she, she's, she's on the a maybe an oathbreaker. Yeah. She's, she's conflicted. Yeah. But she also feels much closer to Zaraj after they had that moment. Yeah, for sure. Because I, no one else was around when she told him her story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they had that bonding moment. And so she's gotten very serious. Like she still goes and does stuff for the for the order, the Hall of Justice. But then if Zaraj sends her on a mission, she goes and takes that mission. And that's what's causing her the conflict. Because she knows that at the end of this, they have to save these people. Yeah. And so she's thinking about that. She's thinking about the book and the stone because she felt responsible for them. Mm. So it's like, we were gone. I wasn't doing my duties. So now all of this stuff is gone. Yeah. Um, especially like the stone. Because she felt like I found it. I should have kept up with it. I should have kept it with me. And while the burn books freaked her out a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> she thought it was like a key to, to justice, to you know, having ways to swap out people and also to find the person she's seeking. Oh, yeah. Because. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Because she did see that person in the burn book. Yeah. But. Without knowing where it went, because she has no way to track it. She has no magic. Yeah. Well, she has no magic like that. Um, so she's been confiding with Zaraj a lot and training and on occasion going up to the rooftops because she just really wants to be an Ash, <laughs> but in a friendly way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she's been sticking to the alleyways and the dark corners and, and like going down to leather armor when she needs to, or, you know, when she does have to be fully on guard wearing her mithril armor, but it's like, darkened and and very weather beaten so someone looking at her might think she's a fallen paladin mm. but not assume that you know she's with this group of people that i guess the guard may or may not still be looking for yeah i think the uh, the city you guys are in an area where um the city watch i mean you guys laid low for such a long time so many things have happened already in waterdeep plus you're not in the most like prestigious area um they i mean it, it's it's fallen by the wayside um on you know there's not an active hunt for you basically uh but keeping a low pro profile is very important i would say um 
I've always considered Solis the Leonardo of the group, uh, the Ninja Leonardo Ninja Turtle, uh, where Hmm. so like Leonardo is very much like answers to uh, Splinter a lot, like confides in Splinter. Kind of like I kind of see that relationship with Zoraj. I wish I wish I explained it more in a real person manner. I got where you go. Yeah, yeah. Now you've committed to make us all turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And there's well, five of us. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> dream up. sequence right. for all turtles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we have, you know, Donatello, obviously. Right. Yeah. 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 Got the boat. Uh, do we have two Michelangelo? <laughs> <laughs> Michelangelo. <laughs> two Michelangelo's. Uh, Raphael, yeah. so yes. beauty. Yeah. 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 It's pretty easy. Okay. And Sleaze has also been a little bit worried about Rin. Because he seems to have lost his happy-go-lucky demeanor. Yeah. And, you know, also being a paladin, she's like, uh, where are you going, buddy? What This whole, is it a goth phase? Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he has his own, like, uh, you, you know, in his room where makeup would be uh, on a counter. It's like different types of uh, dirt pastels, like different, a palette of dirt. Like dark <laughs> <pastels. laughs> like, yeah. yeah. like, he, he gets, he gets new, he doesn't even get old clothes. He gets new clothes and makes them look old. Uh, <laughs> That's how I would see it. Anyways, uh, (laughs) Celise, jack of all trades. She's kind of learning everyone's thing. She's keeping tabs on everyone. How is Celise traveling uh, through training uh, to travel through the city? Um, She's doing mostly like alleyways, dark corners, because she she knows her stealth is not the greatest. Yeah. Um, You know, while she she can get by, she has to run on rooftops. If she's not weighed down, she's preferring the ground. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, she's got her sword and shield again, and she's trying to get comfortable being outside of her heavy plate because that was more than just protection in a lot of ways. It was also emotional protection for her. Um, so, you know, dark leather armor, doing what she needs to do, um, you know, spending a lot of time with Raj, both in hand-to-hand stuff, but also just learning better about stealth and because she's already really intimidating. She's not a small woman. Yeah. Um, but, you know, learning to also kind of finesse people, be a little bit more soft in some ways. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, that, uh, that was a ding in my head. What, uh, what is the, one of the first times, so Celise goes to sleep. She's trying to be well-rounded. That's what it sounds like. She's trying to be a well-rounded person, trying to get out of her comfort zone. She knows that, uh, in order, um, as a paladin, you can focus on one thing um, and get better at that thing and, you know, whatever. But she knows water deep, if she's truly going to become a part of the city, she needs to know all parts of the city. And that means that might be things that she doesn't agree with or that doesn't interest her. Uh, and she's forcing herself to eat her broccoli here. Uh, so uh, when is the first time Celise goes to sleep one day and she's like, I got to be, would you say super nice? Not nice, but... Uh, a little softer. A little softer, yeah. Got to be softer tomorrow. <sighs> what is that tomorrow like? What do you do to be softer that next day? What is uh, something that she, like, tries to participate in? You know, not going straight for a plate armor as soon as she wakes up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so literally a little softer. But also, like, trying to talk more with people because she hasn't really been the most sociable amongst the group been very much like I'm a soldier. Yeah. So she's had this kind of almost unwilling uh taking them on as found family. Yeah. And she misses home. She you know, she's not she's not like a roving paladin. 
So, you know, like sitting down and talking to people, kind of confessing to Zaraj that she's worried about Rin. Um, well, it, I want to see. We're, we're going to do. We're going to do uh, Salisa's <laughs> softer day right now. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm not even going to ask who was there. I'm going to say you talked to everyone uh, this day. So we're going to do scenes. So it's a with, montage. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to do a montage uh, uh, type thing. Yes. So she gets up in the morning. Her eyes are like blinks open. She takes her shower, of course, her bath. Right. Uh, Salisa yes. always oh, does. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, For sure. Uh, Cleanliness is next to my DNA. Yeah. <laughs> Before she goes to sleep, and when she wakes up in the morning, uh, she is clean. Uh, and you know, uh, I think you look exactly the same as you always do without your armor. Uh, except today you have like a little barrette in your hair, just a pop of color. Just a little bit softer today. Um, no, I tie my hair back. No barrette. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you tie your hair back today. Um, and you go downstairs, not downstairs, but you go to the kitchen, the kitchen area, the common area. Um, and uh, Ashburn is there uh, with chips, feeding chips. Uh, Rin is kind of in the corner, like looking out the window. Um, and those two are there in the room at that time. So um, let's see what that scene is like. Uh, I will say that uh, <laughs> these two know not to bother you. <laughs> like, so they're not ignoring you exactly, like specifically like ignoring you. Uh, but they just, the, the most you get uh, is kind of like a, a head nod of like, Sup. <laughs> and if you get a sup from Salise in the morning, like, like it's a good day. Yeah. You know? So I'm going to really surprise them. I'm going to get like my tea or coffee. <laughs> I don't have coffee, but I'll have my tea. Yeah. And I'll like sit with, sit with Ash and like reach over and like pet chips. Um, so I'm eating, so I'm eating eggs and <laughs> chips is also eating eggs. And as soon as you, um, pat chips, like, uh, Ash kind of like, she makes like the startled, like, cause she didn't even, she's never seen like you do that before. So it, uh, so she kind of like spits out her eggs a little bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Hey. Hey. Are, are you all right? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm fine. Are you sure you like, like spit out your food? Oh, I did. And then I just eat it again. <laughs> I feel like Red like runs up to Salisa, like has like a towel, like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? This, this, this is not, this usually doesn't happen. Are you okay? Uh, I'm fine. Are you sick? No. Are you sure? Uh, yes. Okay. Are you okay? You're looking a little thin for an elf. I mean, I'm worried about you because you don't, you're usually not nice to us in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Roll charisma. <laughs> God. Not that much of an asshole. <laughs> or Nat 20. Nat 20. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, this, they believe you. Like, they're like, oh, my God, she is finally out of her shell. Uh, you guys do not need convincing at all. Like, as soon as you, I'm not that big of an Like, you, it clicks for you guys. You're like, oh, maybe it was me. <laughs> maybe Salise has been nice this entire time. Like, like I kept you alive. Yeah. been softer. So, yeah, that's what's happening right now. It's just like. I saw you sitting there and I wanted to say hello. We're, we've been in this house for how long? A really long time. Are you hungry? Uh, yeah. I, and um, I go and I, because um, I have extra, so I bring you a plate of eggs. And I just kind of like look at you. They're <laughs> <laughs> just like eating and occasionally looking up like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm okay, really. Yeah, you are. You just, um, I don't know. They're, I, I've always really wanted to get to know you more. I, I'm, I, I think that you're really awesome and you protect us so much and, and everything you do, um, I know is 
for us and, and, and for the team. And, and so uh, you just sitting with me is, um, is pretty cool. Eh, it's just me. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, you know, I, and Salisa's like gathering her courage. She's like, oh, you know, that first night when we almost all died. Yeah. yeah, I I told Raj because he was hurting and he had he was missing Levant, and I told him about the person I lost. You lost someone. Mm. Yeah. Um. So I haven't had a chance. We haven't really had a chance to talk. We've been kind of running for our lives. Um. So yeah, I I lost someone very close to me, and I knew how he felt in that moment. And so I had a chance to chat with him and and you guys are are like my found family now. I can't let something happen to you. You're my family too. Oh. I want to hug. Yeah, <laughs> like, all I like hug. hug. <laughs> all right, I let you hug me, but then I had that moment of what how far is this gonna go? Yeah, the soft soft thing starts to get a little hard. (laughs) I was just like, okay, hugs done. Yeah, (laughs) the camera, uh, the camera actually heart. uh, um, What is it like? It turns into a heart. Oh yeah, like a heart, like a heart blackout, like that. Uh, And then we see uh, Celise in kind of like this, uh, the front area of uh, this uh, abandoned warehouse where. Shaka and Perrin are uh, playing a game of chess. Ooh. Uh, actually, both of you roll. Uh, God, what would it be? Is there a chess roll? Yeah, <laughs> intelligence. Uh, roll for chess. Yeah, right. I guess intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Roll some intelligence. I want to see who's who's doing better in this game. Twenty-one. Oh, Twenty-one. Definitely better than me. Oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, Perrin, how is this chess game going for you? This uh, this chess game is going like. Every other chess game that Paranormal plays, <laughs> perfectly, unmistakably great for Perrin. I feel like Shaka is staring at this board. He he knows like all these different moves, all these different types of uh, uh, game theory uh, that he's playing, and somehow Perrin's beating him. Uh, and he, he, okay. he yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I will say why he's beating me. Yeah, why is he beating? Him? Okay, he's beating me because in chess you're expected to make certain moves. Oh yeah, and Perrin is, keeps making the dumbest, dumbest moves. moves. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Unexpected moves. That is correct. And I don't know if he's some kind of product. <laughs> <laughs> has no idea what he's I doing. That is so like I'm getting frustrated. Yeah. He's throwing me off my game. Yeah, uh, all you hear from that room is uh, bits and pieces. Uh, Silly, so all you hear from that room is bits and pieces of like parent talking, uh, not using proper chess uh, term terminology. Oh, like God. you hear uh, little horse. T- <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, uh, right. has to come in. Like, right. But but Shaka, my prawns, my right. prawns. Yes. They're not prawns, <laughs> they are pawns. <laughs> so Celise wanders in yeah. and she's staring at the board for a while. She's like, uh, Shaka, you know if you move your your knight to this square, you could totally take this in three moves, right? So we're 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 just background game around. Right <laughs> I'm trying to help right you. Roll yeah. intelligence. I want to see if this is the right move. It's probably not. Oh God, that was not the best roll. What do you got? Uh, on intelligence on this one is oh God. What is my intelligence? It'll be at the top. Wow, I'm 
I need more coffee. <laughs> yeah, I was not smart. I thought I knew what I was doing because well, only five. You, it was a five? Okay, I'll say this. You're actually pointing to parents' piece. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're pointing to parents' piece and you're like, you know, you'll win in three moves. Parent never saw it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's making the horses kiss. Miss Lisa just stands like, what do you? That's not how they yeah. move. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, do, do, do they play chess at the temple? <laughs> Actually, yes, we do. Okay, sweet. Are, 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 you, are, you, are you any good? I'm okay. You know, I okay. held my own. I was on the team for a while. Okay. Hold on. Oh, the team? Hold on. There's, there's a, I was on the chess team in high school. But the order? The order, the order had combative chess. The order had combat chess as part of our training. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Oh, like okay. battle chess. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. That works. Okay. Um, do you care to take my place against uh, this fool here who's frustrating me with his random sure. moves? Sure. Okay. So, so I get up. You get up. Yeah. Okay. You so get up are we playing two against one now? <laughs> oh, no. Well, I, I think that would even the odds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we just full of our little selves? <laughs> Montgomery walks in, and uh, he, he is very surprised to see uh, Salise sitting playing chess. He knows that uh, Shaka and, and Perrin like to play chess in the morning, uh, like, you know, just uh, get their... Yeah mind going to jumpstart the day uh and he's kind of like and he's also kind of dressed like ebenezer scrooge where he, <laughs> he's got like his long shirt on and that stupid hat and oh he's just God. like oh um <laughs> did something happen no um, um but you're and um is everything all right Elise? why does everyone keep asking me <laughs> <laughs> it's just it doesn't it um usually Usually I hear, I hear them. You're not, you, you usually don't play chess in the morning. Can a girl change? <laughs> I love how your soft day is just you upset. <laughs> <laughs> like, Can I be fucking soft, guys? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> so this is just going to show up the next day in like bright red armor and be like, fine, I tried to be nice to you. <laughs> I, I will say... That your arrival, Solis, was purely unexpected. You know, I could just leave you. I could have ignored you. I'm trying to be nice to people this morning, and well, this is what I get. We uh, can play a game. Games of chance are... I'm not one... betting you money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get excited. We're all broke. <laughs> Two of his chess pieces, like, go zipping into his, like, <laughs> right, his yes, sleeves at the yes. same time. Oh, well. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Were you cheating at chess? Uh, did you see me cheat yes. at chess? I... Yeah, I, I, I just let him do it. It makes him feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so I just play every day. I just watch him do his cheating things. I think it looks cool. And, and like he gets excited. So I'm like, just let him roll with it. <laughs> I'm a paladin. I can't Rolling. let cheating go by. We, we must roll in chess, right? Roll charisma. Let's see if they're getting your vibe. Oh, it's, God. Uh, actually, roll charisma with disadvantage because you're not Why? feeling the vibe. <laughs> yeah, you really um, haven't tried. Uh, oh, God. Only, well, seven before disadvantage. Okay, roll it again. Let's see if it goes lower than. Uh, 
11. Okay, so seven. Uh, so it, it doesn't seem like the softer thing. It seems very peculiar that you're there. And, and that's what they're, that's the vibe that they're getting. Um, I would imagine that they feel almost like, what's going on? Is someone sick? Uh, like, why are you here? Um, what do you do to soothe that attitude, to massage that attitude that they might have? This is softer side Celise right now. I was just, oh, I thought about sitting there sharpening my sword. Once I got it more normal. I love it. I love it because it would would almost be like, it's so, it's difficult for her um, and difficult for you to find this reason. It's so, it was almost as if like, uh, if Ren was pickpocketing and he was just like, I should have your jewels. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm going to say, uh, after playing, you do get a little bit frustrated with them asking so much. Uh, I'm trying to be nice, damn it. I'm trying to be nice. Uh, and you go in the back. Uh, Zaraj is there uh, prepping uh, for today's uh, training activities. Uh, he's in the back where the dock area is, and he's kind of set up, and he's working uh, in silence. You guys work very closely together. He has, uh, and you guys kind of have this unspoken uh, bond, uh, and this silence, you both love the sudden or not love the silence, but it's natural. It feels good when you're around people that you know, and you trust it's okay to be silent. Um, as you're around Zaraj, he's 100% used to working with you. He's, uh, taking on your vendetta as you have taken on his unspoken. You guys haven't talked about it, uh, but you know, you would do anything to help him in his, uh, quest, uh, to avenge Levant as he, uh, your wife. Today is softer day of Solice, uh, and you walk into this dock area as he's setting up you go to help him set up and you start talking. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> yes, exactly. So what do you say, what do you say to Zaraj um, as you're, what type of conversation are you having with him? Zaraj, mm-hmm. can I ask your advice? He like slowly turns around <laughs> and like looks at you. He also like looks around. Um, yeah, you can hand hand me that um, hand me that ho- that horse. That thank you. Uh, he takes it. Um, go for it. Let's hear it. What do you do when people won't accept that there's a softer side to you? He stops again. He drops it on accident. <laughs> <laughs> so you just hear like a clink on the floor. Um, n- nothing. Don't do anything. That's what I want. That sounds like a great thing to have. Well, I... They're important to me. Just as you've become important to me. And I try to... I just tried to sit and get to know them, and it was like they all thought something's wrong with me, that there's something that they didn't know what to do with it. And I may wear armor all the time, but that's not all, that's not all there is to me, Zaraj. You know that. Mm. And it's, it's frustrating 
to try to open up and to get that reception. Uh, he continues working. Uh, you can definitely tell that he's like glancing over you because this is awkward for him as well. Uh, and Celise probably is aware of it. And she's like, <laughs> the longer he goes without responding, she may just like just start working, but like be really sad. Yeah. So, yeah. And you guys are working and he's, it seems like maybe he ignored your your question or not your question, but your 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 statement that you know how do you do that? Like how do you become a a, a better person for people? You know, because uh, you could be a better person for people, um, but it, you also it, you want it to be received also and, and make them feel good about it. Um, and he thinks and. Um, uh, he says, uh, do you remember that time we were by the ocean? Yeah. He's just like working kind of stuff. When I was a child, I went to the ocean and the waves the wave sucked me in. It took me under. It threw me around. I was so scared. The waves can be dangerous sometimes. But they move ships. The water's inside you. It doesn't matter how people view you. You know what you are. Your waves can crash, or your water can nurture. You don't have to be one thing. Water can be ice. Water can be gas. Water can be liquid. You do not have to be one at all times. You can change or nurture as you feel fit. And he kind of walks out of the room. The scene goes dark as uh, and completely black as we see um, Celise making her way uh, down the sidewalk. We see her uh, exchange smiles and head nods with people and also glares at like some bad people that she knows uh, where they feel it. Uh, they can feel this well-rounded person, uh, this person that has uh, a fire and warmth for the people that she loves and also has cold dark stares for people that she knows um are are bad and not worth her time and would do wrong uh she is still she has been training for this these three months to have a balancing act to be more well-rounded and that's what she's trying to do uh in this moment uh uh Perrin, while Perrin is going down the street, like, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, you, you, me, me, uh, you are very uh, specific with the people that uh, you say hello to that feel it. Uh, it's not as loud. It's not as noticeable. It can be a, hey, what's up? Uh, but uh, they know who you are. You know who they are. Uh, Ren just passed you on the street uh, going into the dark shadows. Um, and as he passes, um, you leave your hand out 
uh, where no one was, uh, everyone has been avoiding run. Uh, he, he can feel your fingertips like brush the side of, uh, his arm. You don't have to say anything. It just exists. And he knows, and he feels, uh, um, you know, that softness from you, uh, as you are, all are traveling towards, uh, three daggers alley. Uh, Ashbourne is just above and she is, uh, running from, uh, rooftop to rooftop. Um, Shaka has once again taken off another shirt yes. <laughs> as he oceans 11s oh. through another building. I love it. Um, and you guys are uh, making your way and turning a corner onto uh, Three Daggers Alley. I think that's a good place to stop. Uh, you guys want to take questions from people? Yeah. 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 Uh, so we are going to take questions from our chat right now. Uh, remember these questions are directed to our characters. Uh, I will not answer questions about my hair once again. Uh, um, but yeah, if you have a question, now is the time to ask. Uh, maybe you have a question about what they were doing the last three months uh, that I didn't cover. Uh, maybe a question about mm, their food or, you know, uh, their backstory. Um, so go ahead. We're watching it uh, come in right now. Uh, <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone is laughing at uh, Diana Moon, uh, X Diana Moon, X. Uh, writes, how does Zarash do his hair? Ha 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 ha. Exactly the same way as Carlos uh, does. Visit me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if Zaraj has an Instagram. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah. So what do we have? Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, does anyone have any questions about uh, today's episode? Things that you were wondering? Uh, comments that we should... Uh, what have knock knock and duo Ooh, been doing? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, the camera uh cuts over to knock knock and duo. Uh, they are kind of this little uh, um, like a duo actually. Uh, they're this training together. Knock knock has been focusing more on um, uh, the sewers, something that he's afraid of, something that he feels like if Zaraj is the guy up top. Knock knock will be the half orc underneath. Also, uh, it, the idea that Zaraj was so scared of the sewers uh, really makes Knock Knock feel like he should be down there. Also, would duo their duo has this confidence about him uh, that he can go anywhere? It doesn't matter, huh? uh, and that's what he's been training uh, the entire time. Uh, knock knock is, it got hurt actually right before this training center, uh, where, uh, we'll find out about more about that next episode, but not really bad. He just couldn't participate in this training. Um, yeah. What, what else do we have? I've been got, uh, got a couple. What was Celise wife's name? Yeah. What was Celise wife's name? Uh, my wife's name is one that is. Celise doesn't like to talk about it, not because she doesn't love her wife or her memory anymore, um, mostly because she knows names have power mm. and she doesn't want to give her enemies that power to know what's in her heart. 
Yeah, that's really good. Uh, I love that answer because great answer. I am going to use that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I already, I already love this chat. Uh, yeah. What do we? Does Ren ever see his husband? Ever yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was like yeah, there was a scene I was trying to do uh, last season where basically like Ren, he knows that like when he left to go, you know, be married, it was just all just trying to mask everything that he he felt that being lonely. And then when he got back with everybody else, he um, felt he knew that what he did was wrong, but he also loved this person as well, even though it was like three days. <laughs> um, and I, I was picturing the scene that Ren is like looking at like the wedding ring that he has and he takes it off and he just like lets it go, like drops oh, it. And just walks wow. away. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. God, I love this idea wow. already, guys. I, I was trying to figure out yeah, where that was fit in last this season. Is, yeah. This is a Mari Povich. I think we lost any, questions. Do, any, oh, do lost. any of them miss the mind worms? Yeah. Do yeah. any yeah. of them miss the mind worms? I think that... Or, yes, sorry. Ash, yeah. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> the thing with the mind worms that's really cool is that we're more <laughs> connected with each other. Like, I can know how someone's feeling and the things that they're choosing to share or not choosing to share without having to talk about it. Because sometimes talking about stuff is a lot harder than feeling the thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And sometimes, you know, you want to save your voice for like singing hour. You know yeah. that hour in your day where you just got to sing it out. Sing you just like blast it out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. Yeah, me too, though. <laughs> I'm particularly unnerved by those mind worms and yeah. I am happy that they were gone yeah. because Perrin Underbow likes his mind to be a party for one <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't I don't miss him at all <laughs> <laughs> not, not one bit <laughs> not um, one bit uh, has Shaka talked to his goldfish uh, again since oh uh so i was looking oh i don't know if i should reveal this in this part of the show but uh let's just say shaka has been having thoughts about whether he should still be in service to his patron oh um, yeah so like he has not talked to the goldfish but he's been having some serious thoughts um and obviously he knows that the patron can see the thoughts um so he's kind of he's just going through Sort of a uh, a uh, religious uh, I don't know what you call it when when you're questioning you know your your uh, a crisis of faith yeah yeah uh, a crisis of faith was going through yes sure so there was a question about whether or not Shaka is wearing the dirty uh, the <laughs> jacket oh, the dirty D Shaka <laughs> the Shaka <laughs> so so I can't believe you guys let me do that joke I mean I wasn't expecting the <laughs> So the Dirty D jacket is part of sort of the Ocean's Eleven stuff, yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. So, so like uh, there, there is a time where like he has to go into kind of like, I guess the equivalent of like a biker bar where like people are wearing these kind of ah. weird name jackets. So he'll throw the Dirty D jacket on. That's awesome. And if people ask him about it, he'll say, oh yeah, this is like, you know, just, it's like my crew. Yeah, it's know. us. Uh, Dirty know. D and the Shaka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two <laughs> apple juices, please. Oh, <laughs> Straight up on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, this question keeps uh, popping up. Uh, Celise, what is your biggest pet peeve? Mm. Ooh, my biggest pet peeve is a toss-up between liars. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, no, no, I'm there, I'm there. Uh, so that explains why I'm not too fond of uh, Senor Underbow on occasion. <laughs> um, but also, uh, people that don't keep oaths, so an oath breaker, which is why her current predicament is really. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was about to say. I was like, yeah, you're cool. so. Celise takes her oaths very, very seriously, and the current, the current situation is pushing those boundaries. Yeah, almost like a like a gray Jedi, right? Yes. Like yeah, she doesn't want light. she she doesn't want to go dark side because yeah. she, but she's also thinking about what will happen when she gets her hands on her nemesis. Oh yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that dark side moment. Do um. I'll ask Salisa a question. Uh, do, you, do you have a, uh, uh, like, it sounds like you have a plan in mind for, for when you catch this person. Do you have a plan in mind? Oh, Salisa has a plan. Yeah? Yeah. Do you want to share some of it? Um, it involves four horses, some okay. rope. <laughs> wow. Old school. Hmm. Drawing uh, chariot race. You and me. You and me. Drawing quartering. I mean, it is fantasy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, I think we got time for like two more. Let's see. Do, yeah, I think we missed one. Yeah, it won pretty fast. I think we missed a few. Um, do you guys remember? I don't even. I can you repeat I questions? I asked what, uh, what level our characters are at. I saw that one. Oh, uh, five. Five. We're all level five. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. Mr. Perrin. Uh, someone asked, Mr. Perrin, right. do you have an enemy? Perrin Underbow doesn't collect enemies. He collects uh, friends that he has not met yet. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yes. That's a cop out. <laughs> I, that, is, that is totally a that cop out. Is a, <laughs> that, is a, that is an answer that Perrin would give. Yeah. Um, uh, so out of character, I would say that Perrin um, does an incredible job of making enemies all <laughs> of the time. Uh, um, you know, partially because uh, Perrin is very charming, um, but has this way about him of... Turning, uh, turning some people crazy. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, building yeah. them up You've and destroying, destroying their yeah. self esteem. Um, so I think that Perrin does what he needs to do in order to get himself or um, the people with whom he is congregated currently um, out of trouble, mm. but doesn't really think about the repercussions of how how he gets themselves out of that trouble um he's chaotic neutral so you know the ends kind of justify the means and he doesn't really think about the consequences of those things and he'll deal with them even when they come (laughs) (laughs) what's uh that you guys watch uh the good place yes 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 Yes. uh watch the good place what's that guy's name uh Oh, which, which one? The, the, no, the, the one, the the monk guy. Yeah, the monk oh, guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's David, right? Is it David? David? Daniel? Yeah, David? David? I think it's yeah. David. It's Thirty D. I thought it was. It's somebody with a D. <laughs> but when he says, uh, he's like, every time I have a problem, I throw a a, a mobtail. Oh, Jason. Mo- Jason. Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I, throw, I, I throw a cocktail, and then just like that, I have another problem. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's another yeah, question. I, oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, yeah, I feel like being a bard 
just other bards wouldn't like you because you're the bard extraordinaire yes. and they're competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like through, through your travels, they're like, oh, that Perrin, he's taking all the gigs. Mm-hmm. As far as Perrin Underbow is concerned, the only other bard is the bard in training. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's me. It's a one-person <laughs> industry. <Yeah. laughs> um, so there's a uh, question in the chat from Diana repeating Ender Night 1500. Ask him if there's any romantic tension with Celise and Zaraj. He wasn't specific, but that's what I picked, I picked up. up. Uh, so sh- they're asking Zaraj and Celise right now. Like, we're like, oh, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> no, no, this, is, this is like the camera shot. This in the is like, I feel like she was hitting on me. Oh, gosh, confessionals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it cuts to Zaraj where he's just like, <laughs> And then it goes. That's all you Because over to Elise. Uh, do you say anything into the camera? Or? You'll just have to watch and find out. Yeah. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 Same bad time. Do you like each other? Do you like each other? Yeah, I imagine that question came from Ashbourne as she slips a piece of paper. Yeah, it's just like circle yes or no. Siraj opens it up, looks right at the camera. Celise just crumples it up because she's still mad about trying to be nice and how people responded. But Celise, like, you know, in character, Celise has a bond with her, with Siraj that she does not have with some of the other characters. But she's trying to work through if it's romantic or if it's more of a you're a kindred spirit because she would still feel guilty even though her wife is dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then out of character, there are plans afoot. <laughs> um, but, you know, depending on what works for the game and what doesn't work for the game. Because I'm not sure how NPC, PC romance would work out. Well, I mean, we could see if it happens, it happens. Uh, someone wrote, Ashburn's going to parent trap Celise and Zaraj. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I mean. <laughs> uh, we just, all we see is uh, we cut to a scene where uh, Zaraj and Celise are walking or, or working in the warehouse on something like building uh, these like uh, fighting dummies or whatever. And all we hear is um, Ashburn uh, humming as she walks through to the other side. Let's get together. Yeah, yeah. We look at each other and look at her yeah. like, did you hear that? <laughs> um, I think we're good for today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's go around, w- go around the table uh, and let's say what, we, what we're up to, where you can find us on the interwebs um, and then sign off. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tanya DePass. I play Celise Astorio. You can find me everywhere as Cypher of Tears, C-Y-P-H-E-R-O-F-T-Y-R. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to be at the Streamlabs Conference in San Francisco. Um, I'll be at TwitchCon as well in October and Patreon's conference in um, different games. So I'm doing a lot of travel between now and the end of November. Uh, I'm Brandon Sinis. I play uh, Ren Leadon. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at IamBrandonTV. Uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash I am Brandon. Uh, next thing I have coming up is TwitchCon. I have a few panels, so I'll be there. All right. Uh, my name is Cicero Holmes. I play Perrin Underbow, uh, your favorite bard, uh, the only <laughs> bard uh, around. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Stubby Stan. Uh, but while you guys are on Twitch today, 
Uh, check out twitch.tv slash spawn on me for our Spawn for Good charity event where mm-hmm. we're talking about voters' rights, getting everybody out to vote, helping contribute. We're trying to raise $5,000, so please go ahead and do that. I've got one more thing. Uh, hi, Diana Moon's mom. She is a lovely, lovely woman. I love her. Um, the other thing that I love are my two stepkids who are turning 21 today. Happy birthday. Ooh. Love you guys. Wow. Happy birthday, guys. Um, Happy birthday. You guys are jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm Serena Marie. Uh, I play Ashbourne. You can find me on Twitter at Serena X Marie. Um, I will be at Gamehole Con and uh, PAX Unplugged. So I'm really excited about that. And you can find me on the Dungeon Rats. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm Sharif Jackson. I play Shaka. Um, you can find me at SharifJackson.com and um, on Sharif Jackson, sorry, at Sharif Jackson on Social social networks um, wanted to to reiterate. Um, I was gonna say parents thing, but since I was noted about the uh, on for good stream, um, I believe we're about halfway to our five thousand yeah. oh, dollar goal, wow. um, and we're, we're and we're working with vote writers. Um, so make sure to uh, check out. We'll be sharing that throughout the uh, the uh, day, and uh, I don't believe I have any panels set up later but if if i think of one i'll be sharing it out so. <laughs> thanks and i am carlos luna you can find me on social media under at carlos crits uh both instagram and twitter you could also find me on my show the dungeon rats i will also be at uh game hole con and uh packs unplugged you could actually catch um uh i'm doing uh advanced i'm doing improv uh an improv workshop at both location so if you can sign up i think game hole con might be uh all full uh i'm pretty sure uh i don't know about uh pax unplugged i don't think they announced it yet um but even if you show up to game hole con come i'll let you in I, I mean i'm not saying this to everyone but maybe everyone <laughs> I'm not sure. uh come talk to me maybe we can get you there uh but yeah uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, we have been Rivals of Waterdeep. Thanks, guys. Thanks.